0: Chico and Chico. First and foremost, the Breakfast Club with Chico and Chico. It's Chico and Chico. The Breakfast Club. Conversation. Fun. And timeless. Hey, bye. Woo! The Renaissance. Oh. Boom! I love that. <laughs> the rare moments of creativity. KBC. English service on the breakfast club. It is time for the big conversation. 66 days to the end of the year. That means you are 66 days to eat (laughs) before the end of the year. What are you eating? Do you know about the critical uh, interconnection between issues of food security, the threat of climate change and environmental change and its relation to your health? Well, due to the effects of climate change, farmers in the country have opted to use plant protection products to improve their yields. But do these chemicals pose a threat to the environment And our health Uh, The petition is actually in parliament If I'm not wrong, yes, the ban to use Of harmful pesticides We'll discuss the merits and demerits of such a ban Were it to take effect a bit later on In the show Uh, But for right now, let me quickly introduce The man that will be driving this show The man who is imparting some knowledge to us He is known as (laughs) Okisegere Ojepat Alright, I love a man who has uh, Completely African names You gotta have love for the motherland In our culture He's the chief Executive officer Fresh produce Consortium of Kenya Good morning My brother Good morning My African friend Good morning uh, And then the voice enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to be Part of the big conversation Because uh, food Concerns you directly. Obviously, yeah. you're welcome to jump into the discussion through Facebook. Our account is KBC English Service. That's the page. You can uh, like it. You can follow us on Twitter, KBC English. Those are the two areas that I will be focusing on. We're also on IG, KBC English Service underscore ke. But that's just tag us. We want to see how fantastic you look, or if it's your birthday. Right now, though, we're focusing on as uh, Twitter and Facebook. Oh, Japat. welcome! Belated happy birthday. Belated happy birthday Thank via you. your Twitter account. I noticed it was. Your birthday weekend How'd that go? Super
1: Got, got, got a, few, a, few, a few surprises And a few friends just arrived And uh, I still have received uh, Gifts including yesterday So uh. And I am told That the, the President of the Republic of Kenya and myself celebrate uh, birthday in In close proximity a a difference of three days I'm a third one so it's still close (laughs) three (laughs) days earlier or three days uh, before I see see so I also want to wish him a happy birthday and to our president. I think it's important and anybody else who's celebrating a birthday in October I think it's time to celebrate
0: absolutely All right. so uh,
1: while you're celebrating
0: your birthday we are reminding you that the pandemic is going on different variation to even the Delta one so you have to take care of yourself the coffee is lifted but you still have to remain safe yep. send that message through social media non-stop until people realize it oh speaking of social media your accounts also show that you are very widely traveled i like that always seeking new markets for kenyan farm products what are some of the new deals you probably have clinched lately or are close to
1: no, I think I first thanks uh, for the opportunity to speak to the country uh, on this sensitive and very important subject on food security food nutrition and basically who we are and I keep saying we are what we eat and, and, and definitely if you eat good food then we have good health if we do not eat then we do not have a healthy um, generation and, and, and back to what you said is that uh, it's true we we are in a business of ensuring that we empower the country. You not just a country, we are looking at empowering the young men and women that are growing this country. And those who are in the farming community, uh, whatever, however small it is, they have an opportunity to put their farming together. And we have a market out there that is huge, massive, because I keep saying the world population is growing. The arable land available for production is, is reducing by day. And for that reason, there's need for innovation, there's need for technology, and there's need for us to do things well. And most importantly, there's also need for us to be very careful on food waste and food loss. All this put together then will assure us that we will have to be sustainable in whatsoever we do. And critically for me, sustainability in my own definition is assured tomorrow. So the only way we can be assured tomorrow is to do the right things today to ensure that we secure the population that's ahead and to ensure that we are accountable of every kind of food that we eat, everything that you do and I repeat, you are what you eat and therefore the Kenyan produce out there has market and the advantages <clears throat> is that Kenya is positioned at uh, the uh, tropics and the equator crosses yeah. right in Kenya our temperatures are favorable for us to be able to produce 12 months of the year, 365 days and a half days of the year. Mm. And that is the biggest advantage we have. Then we grow under the sun. And like other people who grow in greenhouses in Kenya, we literally grow under the sun. We, have, we receive sufficient rainfall and we receive literally everything that we require. For that reason, the environment that we have then attracts both human and pest in equal measure. The way we, people love tourism in Kenya, the way people love our food, the way people love the taste of whatever we produce, <coughs> yeah. likewise do pests love the same. So for this reason, we have to cohabit and ensure that we manage everything at an, a manageable level that allows all of us to be able to enjoy the climatic condition and what God has provided to us as a country. Yep.
0: Absolutely. I like what you said. Two things. Uh, first, one sustainability is an assured tomorrow. Yep. I love that. That is so deep and it's yep. uh, all encompassing, to be honest. You can use it wherever and yep. whichever aspects of life. So I like that quote of using it more often. Then you mentioned economy, nation, and empowerment. Yep. And it brought me to that question. Uh, when you look at the economy, a business, empowerment and the nation economy just picking up pretty much from the Mm COVID-19 pandemic, right? We're slowly starting to get back to our feet. It doesn't seem like the produce sector suffered as much as the rest of us because we even saw people starting to sell produce and groceries on the roadside, and they are the ones that didn't suffer as much. It's a good business. Um, But now when you think about it, I'm wondering, did they suffer or were we hoodwinking ourselves thinking that they were the best place to grow during this pandemic and then you can probably touch on the stimulus measures from the president but start
1: off with uh, how covid affected um one i have to say that gladly god was gracious to us and uh, for the first time uh for a long time people never appreciated what agriculture is it was called a profession of those who never went to school those who lost hope the retirees who finished their normal assignment. And or the very for, rich for, for, and for, high and mighty with ranches. For the, for some time the, it was a last option. True. However, none of us has an option of eating. We all must eat. So that means it's not a dirty profession that people thought. And that we did not just eat. We currently have a population that eats more and works less. So we basically have a lazy generation when it comes to work. But it's the same generation that eats. So back to your question in terms of um, what happened during the pandemic. Luckily, we were not affected. We were the only industry that remained alive and kept hope and fed the world. We are the only ones that remained as essential services. And when the Minister of Health kept telling people, listen, uh, ensure that you eat well, they were not going to eat anything. They were going to eat farm produce. And for that reason... It is the only place that everybody ran to. Those were in professionals. They called them career professionals and they had their own things. By the end of the day, they realized that their boots this time can be dirty. And this time around, they were able to sell something on the roadside. And gladly, it gave hope to people. People were able to feed. People were able to make a bit of some money. People were able to innovate. And there's even some business that sprung out of it because then... We currently have a generation that delivers food to people's houses. There are people who created apps to allow that you can actually place your order. Uh, Gov- it's called what? These this, this app guys who move around and G4S and all these movement guys, yeah. delivery guys, mm-hmm. have all to now got to global well. and get into Java's, yeah. get into every eatery. Yeah. Somehow, the business started booming because people were told stay at home and they were told to eat well. So what happened? That you needed to get supplies. So the supplies were supplied by such innovative uh, young men and women who were able to get into IT. But critically is that um, when the world shut, the only thing that kept us alive is food. The food then was the only unifying factor. It is the only thing that allowed us to prevail. It is the only thing that people remain doing because everything else almost come to a standstill. I deal with a constituency that deals with both the domestic market and the export market. On the export front, we are the only ones that remained alive in the market, even when the airspace stopped. I remember talking to a national carrier and saying, we really do not care what you want to say, but you have to carry that cargo. And at one point, you must have seen, even in the news, that we still had to take even flowers to Europe and bring yeah. hope. To the people there, meaning agriculture for us is key and a critical um, uh, area that we must focus the other thing that I want to say here at, a, at this point in time is that people have then learned that they used to have land that they had never visited we have sufficient water in this country in some parts of this country, too much water actually, and some areas sufficient water, but we've just been careless negligent We never cared about reserving uh, reserving resources that we had. But at the moment, the people who discovered they were actually fired, they were retrenched, They were sent on compulsory leave and the only rescue that they had is to go back to their farms and start growing and that has given them a lifeline and i don't think many people coming back in terms of the export market we've seen many people come ask for licenses and we've had many people get licenses now for herbs spices fruits vegetable And, and 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 we now have seen licenses for meat and meat products fish and fish products and we've seen people come into flowers We've seen many licenses come up. So that mentions, that that notwithstanding, is that now we have a a generation that looks at agriculture in a totally different way. Yes. It's now professionals coming in. It's career people coming in and say, what can we do? How do we invest? The same way we'll invest in real estate then that used to boom is the same way people have gone into agri. Unfortunately, many of them have still made mistakes for not consulting rightly. So they've invested, they have lost because they have Um, I describe it as follows that we have two quacks. One quack giving out money. They send money to their relatives at home who are also quacks when it comes to agriculture. So one quack giving out money, the other quack managing the money. When these two quacks meet in a funeral or in a family function, they fight. One is saying, I have done my best. The other one said, you have wasted my money. So it's time for us to arise and realize that the ever-growing population (coughs) in the world must be sustained by food. The ever-growing industrial parks that we talk about, the the medicine world, the medicinal world in terms of what we want to do in pharmaceuticals requires our products. The oils and the beauty beauty products require that we do plant products. Those plant products don't come from anywhere. They come from agri. So being in the tropics where we are, where are we are able to produce throughout the year, where our agriculture has now been evolved, we have an advantage if we took advantage of the prevailing situation to be able to produce the following. One, nutritious products that are going to help us to fight uh, these diseases and you realize you were told the only way people survived, people will say we ate herbs spices. There were no lemons at one point in this country because everybody was told go and take some herbs and spices to get it done. So there's a lot that we can discuss about it. I'm so passionate about this and I'm glad that we have an opportunity to engage.
0: Absolutely and we'll delve into that because you've said it for the second time how well placed we are in this country as this country to Produce uh, Throughout the year And I'll get to that I just wanted to clarify something Two things One You are absolutely right In saying that There's a change in perce- A shift in perception Towards agriculture yeah. And it's good That it's starting Even to touch The younger generation Because yeah. that's where The future is And that is a means To make an, uh, To an end And a source of income That has been neglected For long I also want to point out that uh, while we're speaking here, we're talking about goods and services. We're talking about goods. That's the aspect. So we're not writing off the uh, essential workers of the medical staff who were sensational throughout the pandemic, but they right. were giving services. We're talking about goods. Yeah. This produce Products that you and I buy Products that affect our lives So that's where we are Now these products, as you've pointed out, sir um, Come from this country A country that is well-placed to produce 24-7, 365 and a half Great Why are we using so many chemicals? What is it? Is it to control these pests? Weeds, soils, and, for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, and, and soil fertility Why are we using chemicals if we're so If the conditions allow? Is it the soil? Is it the pests? Why then?
1: Thank you. Uh, let me throw a challenge to you. Do we use anti uh, Do we use uh, antibiotics? Do we use pharmaceutical products?
0: I wish this was a rhetorical question, but I'm going to. No, I'm just like saying. Idiot, so yes, we do.
1: Let me just. Why say. do we use them?
0: To aid antibiotics. If you're suffering, it's supposed to help you get better.
1: Okay, fine. I'm just. I just want to say this: that we do not need to demystify and demonize plant protection products. Okay? And let me lay this bare and clear and straight. I started by saying we are placed in a place in the the world where our temperatures are favorable for both plants and crops, crops and animals' production and also for human habitation and that means our temperatures, if you look at it, the extreme lowest we go through in July sometimes will come to about between 11 to about 15. In a worst case scenario, this year, at one point, I think it dropped about 9, but that was only one or two days. Yeah. But on average, our temperatures are between around 20 to 30 based on where you are. That is a perfect calamity condition for any plant, for any pest to prevail. The same way we enjoy the same environment. So this is what happens, is that we are not using chemicals. We are using plant protection products. And these plant protection products are supposed to help us to produce in what I we call at the economic level. The economic level here is that you are not killing pests. You are controlling them to manage the economic level. It's like the environment. When you get animals in the park... There's a way you have other animals eat on other animals and prey on them and still not be able to finish that generation. In this case, we have different challenges. We have one challenge, that we have pests. And let me go out offline, of, of, uh, of, of, of pests, uh, the, the plant. Let me tell you about mosquitoes, for example. Yeah, Mosquitoes are only found in this part of the world. There are places in the world that have no clue what mosquitoes are why do you think so it is because this climate tropical. Is f- tropical climate is favorable for mosquitoes and for that reason there's no way we are going to say we will not use any anti-mosquito repellent or any other thing to control mosquitoes you don't kill them you control them yeah. to ensure that you are protected and that's why you're told sleep under the net uh, when we go to hotels, we are given anti-mosquito repellent, there is even a gel, and there uh, are different products. When it comes to plant protection products, the plant protection products we use here, commonly used as pest called pesticide in, in, uh, by many people, are supposed to help us to manage the pest to a controllable level where you produce quality product that you can be able to market to you, to myself, and to the world out there. All right? But first, remember, 96% of our production in this country is consumed locally. And if we do not use plant protection products, the pests that we have in this country are able to destroy up to 100% of our production. Case scenario is locust. Oh, yeah. when we had locusts the other day the country called Kenya men and women in this country who saw what I call a sign of stray locust because that was not a whole swarm those are stray locusts they were not supposed to be here it's the climate condition that pushed them here if a whole swarm arrived what? we will not have managed What? So I want to ask you a very simple question and ask the country a very simple question how are we going to control locust if it was not using plant protection products? No chance. So that is where we are coming from. What we need to look at here in this country is what. how are we using plant protection products? The way you use your antibiotics or pharmaceutical products, when you go to the doctor, there's a prescription that the doctor gives you. Before the prescription, there's something called... Um, the checkup when you walk today to a pharmacy or to a clinic or to a medical facility the doctor looks at you and refers you to the lab that is the typical procedure I don't know, Yeah. you go to the lab they check on you and I keep telling people that sometimes you go there thinking you have headache then the doctor tells you the problem is not in the headache, the problem is in your stomach and when it comes to injecting you, they inject totally in a different place. And you almost want to ask, what is the relationship <laughs> between those three places? Mm. The headache, the stomach, and the injection place. Mm. But listen, Arm or, or leg. Yeah, yeah. So let, let me come back here and say now, this is, when we go to the farm, I am a grower. I'm also a trained uh, agriculturist, so I'm not speaking from anywhere. I'm speaking with authority. Definitely. This is my area. And anybody wants to challenge has a right to do that. When we walk to the farm, there's something we call scouting. Scouting not the scouts we know, but scouting to spot the pest or the disease. Once you do the scouting and identify the pest that is in the farm, you then check the, the level or the pest um, stage. Is this a harmful stage or this the old stage? You remember sometimes there's a bit of a joke about locust. If you see them yellow, don't bother, y- yes. they're about to die. So likewise to us, when we go to a farm and look at something, that we're looking at a pest. We look at it and we see this one here. We do not have to bother because this crop is just about to end. We are harvesting. It doesn't need to be sprayed. We don't spray This one here is a young crop we need to spray. The question will be, so how do we... We need to control. So how do we control? So there's something we call integrated pest management. Integrated pest management is where we ensure that we use all avenues possible. And normally, pesticide is the last option. And in the last option, what we have is called uh, an identification of a specific molecule that deals with specific pest. Class, there are pests that you can deal with a simple contact pesticide, which you just basically contact and it dies. Mm. They are pests that are basically sucking pests that ordinarily will hide inside either flower or they are, are nocturnals that they only come out in the night because you also need to know the pest cycle and the behaviors. If you are dealing with a nocturnal, it means you need to spray to control. But you spray in the evening because the nocturnal will come out in the night. And because in the night you are not able to spray, you then use a pesticide called a systemic, which gets inside the crop or inside the plant. And it's active within that plant within a period of either one day, two, three days, it could be five days, it could be 12 days, it could be 21 days, depending on the crop. And whether this is an edible crop or this is not an edible crop. Okay. That must come out clear. If it's an edible crop, let me use a common example of tomatoes or your that people eat, or cabbages. There is a recommendation that I will spray this product. It will last on this crop for a maximum of three days. I can only harvest and eat this product after. The third day. That means you have observed what is called a pre-harvesting interval recommended by the manufacturer of this molecule and is clearly stipulated on the pesticide level. Now, the mistake we make is that Kenyans or majority of people who grow want to go to the farm, harvest product or a crop that was was previous today. It is a responsibility of the government of the Republic of Kenya through the Ministry of Agriculture now devolved to ensure that we have sufficient um, extension services, service providers, either private or public to educate masses on the use, on the responsible use of a specific pesticide or plant protection product. If it's an edible product, there is the regulation laid by the government of the Republic of Kenya through the Regulator Pest Control Products Board that goes through an evaluation process of registering and admitting a molecule to this country. There is also a procedure of eliminating or deregistering a specific molecule from the marketplace. And it is registered for a specific use for a specific range of pests or diseases based on the functionality. Back to the pharmaceuticals. When you go and you have malaria or you go and you have typhoid, the prescription of the of the, of the medicine that will be given will be different based on your disease or based on the situation you're going through. If you have a backache, they are not going to give you a stomach ache. Ch- challenge and that mm-hmm. it means that you need to have visited a doctor to help you on it how many kenyan farmers literally visit doctors whom i call plant doctors to determine the product they need to pr- to spray so that's where the disconnect is so what we are encouraging and what we work with is that we're saying every farmer must go to what we call a ward extension officer. The ward extension officer should be able to scout the farm. And the ward extension officer works with private sector service providers, some of which come from the agrochemical companies, some of which come from research institutions, call them Curry or Kefis or other government agencies there. And some of them are purely private service providers Just like you have consultants that are coming to support you in terms of the knowledge, identification of the pest, identification of the said molecule that you need to spray. And remember, when you spray, there is something called a user's guide, just like you have a prescription. Two times one or one times two or you are told swallow this in the morning and this other one in the evening and also there are some you are told you must come back to the medical facility for an injection every day. Why? And all because this is clearly
0: stipulated, it's in, stipulated
1: in, the, in, in the label because there are certain products a doctor will not allow you to go and administer to yourself they will like you to go back to the medical facilities for them to be administered to True. But when it comes to farming, we have called it uh, we have we have demonized, we have not dealt with it very well, and each one of us now has become a lecturer of agriculture, has become a farmer and an expert. Please, there's being one thing being a farmer, there's another being, thing being an expert. True. Just like back to the medical facility, just like you have a doctor who looks at your eyes, a doctor who looks at your bones, a doctor who looks at your gyno issues. There are also agriculturalists whose work is to do engineering. <laughs> Their work is to do agronomy. It is not every in- agriculturalist that is an agronomist who is able to prescribe pests and diseases. Others are economists. Their work is to work on the economical side of the agri. So this is the message, that we must understand the service provider who is going to help you identify the pest and disease and recommend the right pesticide or plant protection product that you used to use. And we must all stop demonizing pesticide because pesticides are there to be used. It is the misuse or the misinformation in the label that we do not use that is frustrating us and therefore the reason why people say ban pesticide Can we agree that the same companies that give you pesticides are the same companies that give you pharmaceuticals? Will they produce poison to kill people and also at the same time produce medicine to treat the same people? pertinent questions you know what it's fair enough he says that you
0: and i have been suffering simply because we did not have knowledge my people perish for lack of knowledge lack knowledge you shall not anymore at least when it comes to agriculture pesticides um plant produce protection products and of course what you need to know if you are to succeed as a farmer but he did say something that will bring us to the next part of the big conversation Last 15 or so minutes, I want him to talk about that ban. The government that he called on to help educate you and I is busy in parliament looking to ban these chemicals, which you heard are not the problem. The problem isn't the product, it's how it is being used. Stick around for the big conversation. This is the Big Conversation on The Breakfast Show Here on KBC English Service We have about 17 or so minutes, give or take Actually 16, give or take a minute And we are wrapping up the Big Conversation In which we're speaking to the Chief Executive Officer Of Fresh Produce Consortium of Kenya The big man, the boss man himself Okisegere or Who has been impacting knowledge about pesticides And has made it very clear for me Clear as day That the problem isn't the, the chemicals that we use Using it, how we're using it because we're not educated. And it looks like he might need to repeat that statement for members of parliament because they want Im- an immediate ban on those harmful chemical pesticides concerning uh, containing cancer-causing ingredients. Which brings me to question, because you were very clear that these pesticides are not a problem. But do you think there is an association, is it, is it fair to associate cancer
1: and these thank you i'm I'm, I'm laughing because um the bible says the men perish for lack of knowledge and the lack of knowledge is not an excuse because we have an educated population we have places to refer to but we're just lazy to go and check it out listen what has cervical cancer has to do with pesticides?
0: But research shows it's associated to food. It's all over the internet. Which research? I can just I just the, need to
1: Google. I can tell you for free. Whatever is on internet is as good as the person who put it there. <laughs> that is fair. That so, is fair. Garbage in, garbage out. It depends on the intention of the person that put that information there. Okay. Science is here. And I want to make it clear that before a molecule is released to the market, it takes between 10 to 15 years of research before a product is put to the marketplace. Before you are given a paracetamol, it takes 10 to 15 years. The challenge we have here is that crops don't speak, but human beings speak. If crops were to speak, they would say stop spraying us too much of one molecule than the other. Um, I heard you say you come from cost. Yes. Do people in cost, in peketoni and Ganze, die of cancer? How much pesticide exposure do they have? Did you know that Africa uses the minimal amount of pesticide in the world in terms of exposure?
0: I did not know that
1: the same internet should be able to tell you what is the percentage of pesticide that is used in Kenya as compared of what is used in America and in Europe. Why are we demonizing a system? Lawi? what you're telling me is that the Republic, of, the Republic of Kenya is importing poison to kill her own people. Are you telling me this government is so irresponsible that they can allow molecules that kill to be imported here in the first place and license them well, by the republic of kenya well, because they only mercury in sugar right well there is no proof on the face of the earth that mercury will be in sugar i am a scientist check it out there is no conversation there is no convergency there is no palatable it's like water and and, 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 and water oil. and oil where do they meet the conversation on mercury of sh- i am saying with authority mis- con- uh, misinformed or we are ignorant what are you saying I speak exactly with authority there okay. is no conversation and there's nowhere mercury and o- sugar o- meet. O- it is the container that could be used for mercury and used for sugar and one is not cleaned after the other but there's no convergency where does oil and water meet
0: are you saying media houses have been Wait ignored and failed
1: to do this? Go. You are talking about the internet. Tell me the convergency point between mercury and water. Tell me the convergency. Mercury and sugar. Mercury and sugar. Give me the convergence between mercury and sugar. And, uh, and, words, give, me the science and give me it. the science that proves that there is a convergence between mercury and sugar. And stop this conversation. We are being lied here. We and back to Kanza, I want to tell them. you, farmers, Kenyans who come from Ganze, Kenyans who come from Lodwar, Kenyans who come from Mandera, do they die of cancer? Yes. Do they die because of pesticide? The other day I saw a conversation saying pesticides pesticide are killing bees in Baringo. How much farming is going on in Baringo for you to spray pesticide in Baringo? How many farms are in Baringo for you to spray pesticide in Baringo for you to kill bees in Baringo? You because me. I can spray in Kirinyaga. Yeah. I can spray in Nyandaro because it's farming. Tell me how much farming is going on in Baringo for you to spray and kill bees in Baringo before we have to this conversation. So this is what I'm saying here is that there's no direct relationship. I want, to, I want to read a story from we'll the go, standard please, yeah, for you,
0: yeah. from the standard, please do, please right? Do. Um, uh, it, which says the University of Nairobi Department of Food Science and Technology also noted that it is not the chemicals themselves that should scare people, but the state in which they are found. This is because um, uh, while some chemicals are generally toxic like mercury, others like copper can be ingested in form and not injurious to other one's health. And it goes on to quote the CS Matiangi and his fight saying Kenyans were being uh, poisoned with this sugar that had mercury. Analysis of over 1,300 bags By the government chemist In a report yet to be made public Showed that the bags were not cleared By the Kenya Bureau of Standards And the sugar contained mercury Copper, mould and yeast So you're saying it is
1: the I sh- am re- I am repeating On the national radio That there is no convergency Between mercury and sugar
0: this statement is coming from the CEO of Fresh Produce Consortium of Kenya, and it's not just the position that gives him authority. He is up, up, up.
1: You, I am. A, I am an agriculturist, uh, and yes, I say here practicing. and I speak on the national radio. I am not drunk of anything. It's morning. It's oh, morning. I know it, you're it, sober. I, I'm here. It, 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 I it is. That. It is. It is not even nine o'clock. Even if I was to drink something, yeah, because I don't drink. But even if I was to drink something, I'll not be drunk of anything. N- neither do. I. There is nowhere. In the science where mercury converges with sugar, the same way there is nowhere where water converges with oil. And they say the government is the only place you could get free education. That is a lie. Thank you, Okisegere Ojepa. I, I also want to say this to my good friend, the Honorable Member, the Women Rep. of. Was in Gishu. I spoke to her in person and I said, let's allow science to take a space on the face of this country. There is an institution in Kenya created by the same parliament called Pest Control Products Board that has demanded to admit and we withdraw anything called plant protection products. And it's a process all over the world and the best practices. And for information, Lawi, Kenya has the best regulatory system in Africa and all African countries benchmark in Kenya. How can the best in, the, in Africa be the one causing cancer? There is no real, direct relationship between pesticide and cancer unless somebody drank and misused the pesticide. Read any pesticide label. Google. You Google. Any pesticide label. It gives you three level issues. It gives you three basic information. Direction for use. It even tells you where not to use in terms of warning, and it tells you what to do in an event of a misuse. Now, what I'm saying about Parliament is that our Parliament has been misled. This is what I say there is something called public participation. If this is genuine, why is it sneaked in Parliament through a private member's tell? Why can't it be brought to the scientist? And allow University of Nairobi, allow all the universities in Kenya, allow research institutions called CARI and ICPE and all the research institutions in Kenya to sit down. And this is what we are saying. If there's a molecule that has an issue, follow the due process of withdrawing the same product, the same you follow the due process over the meeting. But do not wake up in the morning and demonize and tell us to ban two hundred and sixty two molecules from this country. What do you think we are going to use? How do you think even the farmers from Washingishu themselves, for example, are going to survive? And they all own barley and maize and hot ketchup. Do they have this how many cases of cancer have been reported that are associated associated to pesticide? There's cancer, but give me how much is the statistics of those cancer cases in Kenya that are associated with pesticides, before you demonize pesticides. That's a good Give good me question. a doja here, and tell me this has been proved, this is a study that has been studied, the number of cancer cases in Kenya are this, and this percentage is associated to pesticides.
0: Now that you've put me in a place where I'm questioning almost everything, I'm going to question another thing that was part of their petition. Accusations that uh, the Pest Control Products Board has not been adhering to the World Health Organization and Food and Organization International Code of Conduct on pesticide management. We, we, We have a
1: few minutes to go. I can tell you this. The products the Kenyan parliament wants to ban, has been petitioned by America, by Canada, by Australia, by India, by China. Do you want to tell me those countries are fake? They but don't but have human beings? They re- but they remove some chemicals. Wait, wait, UPM wait, UPM. wait, 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 wait. I respect the jurisdiction of every country. But there's something called WTO, World Health Organization, a convergency point where decisions are made, not by one country, But globally, and that conversation takes place there. By the time they think of withdrawing a specific molecule or admitting a specific molecule, there is a science that goes in behind it before you get it. But this is anti pesticide crusaders walking around here saying pesticide. I mean, why don't they tell us today? Let me ask you, Lao. Yeah. Stop using pesticide in Kenya. You are going to import literally everything that you eat. Do you want us to go back to that level, where we cannot be food secure? No. No, no, Do you want no, us to no. be in a country that begs food? Oh, hell no. Which one is easier? To deal with a molecule that we think has a problem subjected to science and have it with the drone through the laid down procedures, which the same parliament is the one that created PCPB. If they have a, a challenge with PCPB, why don't they go in either strengthen it or ban it? Why are they blaming pesticide? Why aren't they using their legislative framework? to support, to strengthen the same institution and let me ask you a question ask me today and check on Google or even in the budget, how much is given to Pest control products board for them to do their job effectively do you know that the entire agriculture budget in Kenya does not go beyond 3% and yet we are supposed to have 10% yes, tell me, sure, check out check out is in the public domain and you expect agriculture to work and you don't fund it And you are here to blame it. And the same parliament has power to allocate. Why don't they allocate PCPB and agriculture resources? Then challenge them. But you can't starve them on one side and call them names on the other side (laughs) in the name of uh, uh, a parliamentarian. Bring it here. Show me a study. This agriculture is not an art. Agriculture is a science. The difference between agriculture and medicine is nothing because one deals with human beings, another one deals with animals, another one deals with plants. That's why we are called plant doctors and human doctors. and we have veterinary people and the people within animal section that deal with doctors that deal with animal and animal products, uh, animals. Oh my God, so I want you to make it clear. when you talk of somebody who's doing pathology, that is not a joke. People go to school. you don't rubbish them in the streets. In the name of a petition? Get this conversation going. Let's get the scientist on the table. If there's a molecule that has a problem, this is what I'm saying, lawi Let's object it to the same scrutiny that was subjected to it at the point of admission And follow the due process of withdrawal. You don't demonize your own institution that you build as a country. That is one of the most powerful You do have demonize pesticides. a long time and ever so true. You don't demonize pesticide. You don't demonize your own institutions as a country. You must strengthen your institutions as a country. We are an independent country. We are a sovereign country. We cannot be subjected to rules that are governed by somebody else. We must domesticate fast ourselves, get to know what we want as a country. Then compare it with others and ask them on the table and negotiate something called equivalency in WTO, in standards. And then be able to say within the equivalency, this is something we borrow, this is something we do, this. And that's why you have treaties that have been signed, standards that have been put into place globally, where we are signatories. You don't wake up in the morning and demonize one side. Do you know that Kenya supports the East African community? The pesticide you want burnt in Kenya are not burnt in Tanzania and Uganda. And the produce that we eat comes from Uganda and Tanzania. So what are you trying to tell me? Ban them in Kenya and have them access this country through Uganda and Tanzania? <laughs> are you going to ban them in Africa? You can't. Are you going to suck all the pests from the, 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 the environment? You cannot. I mean, can we agree? Can we have a better conversation? and can we allow science and technology to be given the space and respect professionals within the agriculture sector and don't demonize plant protection products please let's work together let's ensure these things happen and let's open each other's eyes. And let's have a sober conversation. I'm not drunk of anything. I'm telling you facts on the table. And I speak with authority.
0: I can tell you this he is drunk of knowledge. And I'm glad I'm taking a sip from that cup too. Because I want to be insanely drunk with this knowledge. That is the CEO of Fresh Produce Consortium of Kenya. And I really believe that we should have a series. I I'm really here. believe. Because agriculture has been... I will be here once a week side. for the next 12 weeks if you want. My we friend, I, we have to it. work. I am going to talk to you, because I think we should do that. We have gotten so much knowledge, and the one thing that has come out, if nothing else, is you should know
1: this. Agriculture, it's not an art. It's science. It's a science. And stop demonizing pesticide. There you go. Make use of knowledge and capacity to build your farmers. And stop demonizing. and Give them a budget. Give government institutions a budget and challenge them on the budget that you've given them. Okay, Gary Ojepat.
0: Oh, I can't wait to have him again. Good morning. KBC English Service is your radio station for information, education, and entertainment. We broadcast programs that cater to your needs in the most exciting and engaging style. If you have a question, a concern, or any other issue about the content on the English service, then don't hesitate to get in touch. Send your feedback via SMS 20154. Start your message with the word English or call 0725-281-428 or... 0736-538-431. 0736-538-431. You can also email Radio Monitoring at kbc.co.ke. Kbc English Service. Whatever the issue, we'll get it fixed.